First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing. What are you waiting for? Something amazing, I guess. Hello, and welcome to Something, Something amazing. amazing. Did that sound rusty? We are so out of practice. It's been so long. Yeah, I mean, we've been busy, but that, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean we don't love uh, this podcast. Yeah, we love it more than our busy lives. Of course we do. But we've just let our busy lives come first. For a little while. We've been selfish. Because we're so saboteurs. Well, we're back. We're back. Bigger back, and better baby. than ever. We're, we're back in the habit. We're Sister Act 2. Whoopi is here. Um, hi, <laughs> hi, Emily Cole. Hello, Matt Saracini. What what are we doing again? Oh, uh, yeah, something amazing. So it's a podcast, yep. Yes. Check. Tick. Tick it up. Uh, it's a podcast where each week we sit down. <laughs> each week. Oh, 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 watch out. <laughs> we did one in 2018 and we're all like, oh, we're just going to go off to Perth and we'll be right back. And <laughs> here we are now in March. We've, we've negged you. Yeah. Is that negging? I don't know. Well, what did the boy, what did the men do to the, to the people in the book? Yeah, it's negging. Is that negging? Yeah. When we be rude to someone on purpose, that's negging. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were rude to you on purpose so you'd love us. <laughs> yeah, did it work? Is we'll that also out. Stockholm Syndrome? I also think, like, if if we lose listeners, we only have ourselves to blame. Yes. Anyway, so it's a podcast that we nearly every week sit down <laughs> and tell each other a fact, a tidbit, a story, a tale, something that's happened to us with one rule and one rule only, that it has to be... Something, something amazing. amazing. All right. I have some great facts this week. What have you been up to? (laughs) (laughs) How you been? Wait, no, you're doing the thing that I do, which is try and derail the the, the podcast. Chatting with my friend Amberly. Yeah, you can't can't just have our friendship only happen on this podcast. Actually, though, I've been listening to some (laughs) very good podcasts. There are some podcasts much better than us. No. Yeah, there are. There really are. They're just very well done. <laughs> they put a lot of effort in. What have you been listening to? Um, Invisibilia. Have you oh, heard of that podcast? Oh, that's real good, that it's one. It's so good. Oh, that was, that's a really good one. Oh, it just makes your heart and your brain explode a bit. I finally got to finish S-Town. Have oh, yeah, yeah. That? I have heard that one. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> we can't talk about podcasts <laughs> on our podcast. Oh, guess what else we have? Whoop, whoop, whoop. We got mail. We do. Oh, my God. Yes. Can we start with mail? No, actually, let's no. save it. Okay, yeah. It's been so long. Okay. Without a fact, yeah, I feel like we should give a fact. But I feel like there is a fact in the mailbag, as not to amp it up too much. But okay, we'll, do, me, we'll do it after our first round. Let me give my first fact, which is a good, good one. Go for it, okay. Emily. In 1987, what a year! You what a year! My sister was born in 1987. Congrats. <laughs> Actually, no, it wasn't. It was 88. Do you know anyone turning 31 this year? Oh, yes. Stacey Gagoulis. <laughs> yeah, he did the podcast artwork. Yeah, he he's good amazing. So Very he's, good. He's born in 1987. All right. Hit me with a fact. Uh, Steve Rothstein oh. took advantage of the A Air Pass, which was a promotion by American Airlines yeah. um, that let you pay a one-time fee of $250,000 to get free flights 
for life. Oh, well done. He paid it. He quit his job. Steve. Yeah. Stevie. Um, and so he quit his job so he can just fly continuously. And in the end, he cost the airline more than $21 million. So he clocked more than 10 million miles and 10,000 flights. And he would use his power for good. He would, like, fly strangers home. What, so you can fly in other people? Yep, he you could. I think I think you could fly flight. yourself and a friend. Was oh. the was what what the deal was? So he'd get people home. He flew his friend to the Louvre, but he'd also use his miles for good. So if someone was like stranded, he'd be like, "Well, I have a million flight miles. Here you go." What he flew a priest to uh, Rome to meet the Pope. Um, <laughs> he would just like hop on a plane to another city for like a baseball game or a sandwich. Um, he but he really used it for good to help people. But then like the airline was like. What have we done? Like, this, this is, is terrible. Us. This is turning up on our profit loss statement. Yeah, and so they took it away from him in 2008 being like, oh, he used it fraudulently because sometimes when, yeah, because he, he could have a friend now, I remember, he could take a friend with him um, and so sometimes he'd just, like, give them funny names because he didn't actually know who he'd be going with and then they were like, it's fraud, but really it was like, Stop using all of our flights. Boo, please. You're sending us broke. Yeah, so they took it away from him. But they also did the same thing in 2004 where they were like $3 million for flights forever and nobody did that one. So, like, they didn't learn from their mistake. They took it away from him in 2008. But in 2004, they were like, let's do this again. Why did he have $250,000 in the first place? Um, Steve Rothschild, Rothstein is a bowler. Yeah. Some people have that. Some Sounds pe- like a rich person's name. Well, he qu- then well, then he quit his job and and like started doing this. So I think he already had some wealth. But like, how cool is that? <laughs> I mean, you could take out a loan, I guess. Why did Why did no one at American Airlines, when they offer this, go? Hang on, won't that one day be a bad idea? I think they probably thought like because two hundred fifty thousand dollars was a lot of money in nineteen eighty seven. Stacy Gugulis would know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they probably just thought no one would actually do it, and they. I thought it would be more of a pr- promotional thing, I think. But then this guy was like, hang on, this is a great deal. This is a ripper deal. Yeah. Also, flying's not that great. I mean, I've never flown. But he would just be like, want to go to Denmark today? Guess so. Yeah. Like, he would take flights and then be home for dinner. Like, yeah. he'd go yeah. to, a, like, a crazy place and then come back. Yeah, that's true. And, and it was and just free. And you'd be like, oh... Do you want to spend lunch in Fiji? Absolutely. He could do that. Get the morning that. fly there and then get the night fly home. But, but the actual flying bit's really bad. Well, some people, for some people, there's other people who have, like, that's their job. Like, their job is, like, to be a courier. Yeah. And so all they have to do is, like, be on flights and they just get paid to, like, sit and read their book. You mean, like, a drug runner? Is no. That what you mean? Like, oh, I have these puppets that I have to get from one place to the other. They're fragile. I do like it how your brain goes straight to a puppet example. I love puppets. For example, (laughs) imagine a really expensive puppet. Just so you know, um, the things that have changed since the last time we recorded. Oh, yeah. Matt's got this, like, (laughs) fancy king chair in, in his room now, and I am laid back. My legs are up. I am in, like, the most comfortable position ever. So if I sound like... Relaxed? Yeah, if I sound, like, very chilled out. <laughs> and like the king of the world, that's the reason. You you are. Your like posture's awful right now. <laughs> you just sunk into I'm this. So chair, comfy. Foot on the ottoman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, are you ready for a but fact? How was that? How was my fact? Amazing. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> I'm very relaxed. You are very you're very relaxed. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Fact time. Oh, yeah. A startup. Is your thing about a startup yeah. 
What a surprise. Can you guess what technology area it's in? AI. I guess so. A startup is pitching a mind-uploading service that is 100% fatal. No. <laughs> yes. Strap yourself in because it's about to get weird. So, <laughs> one of the more bizarre ventures supported by a well-known incubator called Y Combinator. You know, the well-known... So, what do you mean a well-known incubator? Okay, so an incubator is when you're a young company and um, somebody gives you money to uh, do, like... They call it an accelerator or an Isn't incubator. it? No. Isn't it so when you, you, you get an egg yes. and then you put the, the egg in it the and egg. then the chick, the, but you get baby chicks in yeah, your yeah, class. Yeah, chicken is a company with a profit. And you get to take it home for a night. Yeah, which I guess is you taking your work home, <laughs> which you do all the time as a startup. Anyway, Y Combinator, they run a, a very famous And they did that incubator. thing in, in, in a Japan, Japanese school where they just bought eggs from the supermarket and put them in an incubator and then there were chickens from that. Do you know what came from the Y Combinator incubator? How crazy is that? It's a famous company. That's the eggs you just eat every day. It's famous companies Airbnb and Dropbox. I've heard of those. Yeah, so they, they went through Y Combinator. So that's the, the standard of tech that has come okay. through this company. So, there's a company called Nectome, and what they've done is they developed a process to back up your brain <gasps> by preserving it in glass no. in perpetuity. Uh. So, the hope is that one day the technology will be good enough to enable the mapping of your connectome, which is the web of 100 billion neurons and 100 trillion synapses. So, those things oh that work goodness. together to make you you, I yeah. guess. Um, so, if they can map that, and then they will be able to produce a simulation that will think like you. <gasps> no. So, when are you you? That's the question. But also, I feel like I think much differently today than I used to think nine years oh, ago. No, it's frozen in time. When Time Hop comes up and tells me <laughs> what I said nine years ago. You're like, I'm oh, like young Amberly. Oh, boy. The you one that came it. up yesterday, though, actually. What? What? Oh, I don't even know if I should admit this. No, please. Please. But it what was happened like, nine years ago? It was like, <laughs> I don't have a verbatim, but it was something like, hates late night sessions doing homework when she could have just done them before, dot, 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 gay. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Jeez Louise. Like, that's, that's, I'm still like... <laughs> what am I? I'm still old enough to know better then. It was a different time, I guess, but yeah, it's no nine years ago, Amberly. <laughs> but also just like, why would I put that out into the world? Yeah, the, the thing at the end is bad, but like even before that, you're just so boring. Who yeah. needs to hear that? Oh, I hate doing homework when I could have just done homework before. <laughs> like that was what I thought yeah. was worth telling the world. Better scream that into the void. But now we're like, oh, we're interesting enough to have a podcast where we just oh. chat. Yeah, I know. So... We'll listen back to this one day and have cringed. We'll cringe. So it preserves it in time. Your brain as it is today in the hope that one day they'll be able to put it in. And what I read is they've done two tests already. They did it on a pig's brain mm. and they did it. I on, love pigs. On a re- recently deceased person. So the person had just, just <gasps> passed away. Yeah. Apparently the person was like who is a scientist, a famous neuroscientist who's signed up to this company. Um Apparently, they were just staying in this Airbnb near this place where someone might die. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as they were dead, they inject the chemicals into your brain, which freezes it. And then they took the brain out as this perfectly preserved brain and then sliced it into really thin slices and then scanned the slices with an electron microscope. That's very intense. Very intense imagery. Yeah. So... 
There is no expectation that the brain itself will be brought back to life or that its thoughts will be backed up into the cloud. It's just a process of preserving the brain, pumping it full of special chemicals, which you can only do um, through, like, the cartoid arteries, which are, like, your really big arteries in the brain. Mm -hmm. But the catch is that this has to be done while you are still alive. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that doesn't really work, does it? And it will kill you. So Yeah, well, of course it will. Who are their customers, you may ask? Crazies. The people like you who want to go into Mars. So the only people who can do it is terminal patients who are signed up for voluntary euthanasia. Yeah, right. Nectome has tested its process on a pig's brain of a, and that of a recently departed human being. They have opened up a waiting list where you pay $10,000 to be able to have this procedure and they already have 25 people <gasps> signed up. Oh, my... Why? Why? Because <laughs> you have to be of such a specific mindset because you obviously think, like, you're worthy enough <laughs> to have this, They've but all- also you don't want to be alive and you don't think you're... You're fine with not being alive anymore. Yeah, but it's in the hope of living forever. Forever, but, yeah. Okay, so problems with this. Um, so it can't be dismissed really lightly because it's raised over $2 million and they got that neuroscientist from MIT working for them. Yep. But there's so many things wrong with this problem. Oh, yeah. Right. First of all, it's unlikely that the complete state of the brain is contained just in this connectome or, you know, all the synapses yeah, yeah. and whatever. Um, because the chemicals in the brain, like the neurotransmitters... This is just so Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> You're just describing a Black Mirror episode that's already existed. <laughs> chemicals in the brain, the neurotransmitters and the endocrinological system, which can't be preserved by the process. That's probably how you think. This is a quote by this critic of it. There's a thing called transhumanism, which is basically promising technology as a way to escape death. Mm-hmm. So this is not the first time transhumanists have been like, buy my product. Um, but this guy who's a critic of it, his name is Michael Hendricks from the McGill University and is a neuroscientist, said, burdening future generations with our brain banks is just comically arrogant. Aren't we leaving them with enough problems? <laughs> I hope future people are appalled that in the 21st century, the richest and most comfortable people in history spent their money and resources trying to live forever on the back of their descendants. I mean, it's a joke, right? They are cartoon bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and apparently, this is what I found really interesting, is that like this is not the first time that people have promised this. The Alcor Life Extension Foundation in Arizona holds 150 bodies and heads in liquid nitrogen, including that of baseball great Ted Williams. And Walt Disney. Uh, Yeah, they actually did the cryogenic freezing, but Mm. everybody's like, I think cryogenically freezing a brain is not going to preserve it. Uh It might actually break it. So to all the people who did that. Yeah, it might actually um, break it. Whereas this is meant to be more perfectly holding the molecules in place. Yeah, it seems seems too far, doesn't it? Would you do it? No. You don't want to wake up in a computer? No. You don't want to wake up on the cloud? (laughs) Do you? Well, it would be nice to Of course you would. You want to go to Mars. It would be nice to come back. P.S. Yes. Just to go back to our last episode where I was like, I would give you a present. Yes. It was real, right? Yeah. It was a great present. Yeah. You... You gave me the coin. Yeah, it, re- it existed. And you revealed it in Perth as well, which I thought was quite nice that you bought it to Perth. Yeah, I mean, it's a coin, so I just <laughs> had it in my wallet. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's a question, though. What yep. makes you you? Like, yeah, no, don't even ask. That's so hard. 
Have you have you heard and that? And I don't and you don't even like remember in the, one of my first episodes where I talked about like the half of your brain having its own kind of sentience yeah. and like what is willpower? Are things all just like things are all reactional? But how much? It's like I don't I don't even want to delve into that because I think our, like I think I think so highly of our brains. Yeah. Like that's where I think there's no way we could understand our brains even if we tried. So for example, I don't really believe in ghosts, but I believe that my brain could make me see ghosts. So I, the thing. That that scares me about scary movies is that my brain believing it and then suddenly I have like scary things happen around me. <laughs> I know, I know exactly what you mean. I worry so much that um, like how fragile our brains are as yeah. well. Like if my brain just decides to go nuts. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You'll still hang even, out with me, but I'll be nuts now. Even people who are scared of heights, it's not necessarily they're scared of like falling off. They're scared of not being out of control, stepping off. And it's not because they're, they're suicidal. It's because they just don't know if they always have complete control of their body because brains are bloody crazy yeah and that's it that's all you got that's yep. you and yeah. if it like disconnects it oh dear oh dear Uh-oh. so i try not to think too much about those so well, these people are saying that they can't recreate the brain now scan the brain now but what yeah. they're saying is if we preserve it this perfectly one day they'll be able to replicate everything yeah, right. that's in there and then and then you're good to go you but you're alive forever immortal as you are today but even now they have like near my house they've opened like a cryogenic uh like pod or something you go into <laughs> no it's this- a float tank <laughs> it wouldn't be a cryogenic pod yeah you just go into this pod and then it freezes you and then you're younger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently they're really nice my friend did one and he said that not the float tank i've done that i did oh. that when i was in perth what is that that's like? when you lie in epsom salt oh. i got very bored but that's <laughs> okay. because of me that's being a puppy surprising. dog but um the <laughs> the um the no this new cryogenic one you meant to like go into this pod and it like kind of is very cold i guess why is that that good i don't know they've done i don't know i like how people just like oh yeah get really cold that must be good i'd probably just try it just to try it everything's an adventure right my boss does ice baths my new gym has a plunge pool that i tried the other day i went from like the sauna to the plunge pool it like it feels awful but then you feel so good you feel like on a high yeah because your your body has just been like what what did you do? When I was a kid, I used to love sticking my hand in ice buckets, like oh, at, yeah. at barbecues where they'd have all the drinks I'm on ice. I'm pretty good at it, yeah. We've done that in dares. I'm always pretty good. And I always think, oh, this is what the people in the Titanic felt. Oh, oh that's so sweet. <laughs> Just such young empathy. I um, broke my foot when I was a child and I got this thing that um, soldiers get in the war where your body just goes into shock and then doesn't send any blood to you where your injury is. So I had to put my foot into ice and then into hot water and then into ice. Just to, get something happening again. to get anything happening for like months. It was very traumatic. Oh my God. So I could get it. <laughs> but I also liked going if like those, you know, those pools that have the pool and then there's like a spa on the side. Yeah. And you jump in from one to the other. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There must be something about it because um, obviously it makes your circulation go, but like it feels great. Yeah, well, it feels really good when you get in the hot one again because oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah get yeah, on yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my reward. <laughs> I deserve this. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's time for the, the, ba- the mail bag. Yo. Uh, so we got a uh, email from Imogen Moore, who says, "Long-time listener, first-time writer." Oh, thanks for writing in, Imogen. And then she did like three emojis of the hand. Is the hand meant to be like clap? It's just a single. Oh, waving! It's waving. It's waving. You got three, it. three waving. Um, and she said, "Did you know? Did you know they can clone monkeys now?" 
animal plus science fact. Yes. Saw this and thought of you both. I just watched the video and it raised so many moral conundrums in my head. Yeah. I, I don't know how to process it. I like it how she's found the intersect of our interest in yeah, animal it's very fact. Good. Thanks, Imogen. But um, yeah, so it's basically they took like the fetal cells of a macaque monkey. Because they've cloned sheep before. Yeah. That was like famous Dolly. Dolly. Um, but they've made these monkeys now. Monkey, well, the thing with monkeys is that they're a primate. So if they can clone a primate, they yes. can clone a human. Getting closer. And then so many moral things come up. And then we can put our preserved brain in the new human. Yeah, but also I'm like, <laughs> we're very overpopulated. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need more people? <laughs> well, I'd rather more of the good ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're saying, oh, I can give children to childless couples. And then it's like, can we harvest organs from clones do clones have rights or like there's so there's yes, like a of course whole they have rights they're people or animals yeah. or yes so they have rights these like these monkeys are going to be experimented on now obviously because it's a big deal but then also they're creatures as well that have feelings and and emotions and a life so they're exact replicas of their monkey yeah, they're, clones they're legit they're, wow. they're just they're monkeys wow it's it's really intense. It's a really intense thing to think about. Thanks, Imogen. Thanks, Imogen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love the fact that somebody's been listening for a while and it's like, you know how they always say email us at hello at something amazing? I'm going to do something oh. that's going to make make them question their entire existence and send them into an existential crisis. I always said the email wrong. Hello something amazing. amazing at gmail.com. You got it. If you have a thing that you'd want to say to us, do email us. Yeah, hello something amazing at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. <laughs> and especially if you never emailed before. Yeah. If you've just been listening away just like Imogen, we'd love to hear from you. Do you know what someone um, said the other day to me? I heard the other day that uh, pineapple on pizza was invented in Canada. <gasps> and were you like, where did you hear that from? And they were like, I can't remember where we heard it from. And I was like, I'll tell you exactly where you heard it from. <laughs> it was Allison. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess I should do my second fact. Go for it, Amberly Cole. Fact number two, hit me. Have you ever heard of a chupa chup? Yes. Have you ever thought about the design on the top? <laughs> it's got the, that ring in the middle, like the hula hoop. No, on top of the packaging. So it's oh. got the, the daisy yeah, kind yeah. of thing on top of it with the chupa, like the swoopy chupa chup kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know who designed that? Oh, please say someone like Picasso. Well, yeah, Salvador Dali. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. He was commercial. Yeah, so he, he had he sold out to do that. It was like, oh, got to pay rent this month. Yeah, better do well, something for chop. It was chop. in 1969, so he was pretty old. Yeah, um, he's 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 now no longer with us, but he he was the <laughs> one who who designed it, which is pretty amazing. And it was um, his idea to like put it on top so that they you could like see it as well. Yeah, the Chupa Chups brand name comes from the Spanish. Verb chupa, meaning to suck. I'm sure I didn't say that right. No, it's uh, perfect. <laughs> and uh, the the guy said, I saw sweets didn't suit their main consumers, children. They got their hands sticky and ran into trouble with their parents, so I stuck a sweet on a stick. So the Chupa Chups are the original lollipop, it R- seems. Right. Um and in 1969, Dali was approached to design a new Chupa Chups logo. Um, and the result became as instantly recognisable as his melting clocks. Not that anyone knows that uh, he, he did it. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it was his idea to put it put it on top. That's amazing. I'm so glad I can whip that out now. Anytime. Yeah, anytime you have a chupa chup. Finally, 
a little update on how robots are doing at being are they better still than getting, humans. Are they still getting molested at festivals? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably, but I haven't done any more research on it. Um, there's a thing called a Winograd Schema Challenge. Nothing you just said was English. No, Winograd Schema Challenge. It's like a test of common sense. So okay. there's sentences that humans are really good at and robots are really yeah, bad at. Yeah, the, the one thing we have over them still. So they're all... Um, binary answers so was it this or that yeah so if you flipped a coin every time you'd get 50 percent. sure but apparently um no none of these teams of ai experts can get anywhere near it apparently humans are 90 percent good at answering these kind of questions yeah, yeah so robots are still nowhere near it okay so here's a winograd schema question for you okay. relatively easy for humans to answer oh i've got this one defies the cold logic of computers okay so the man couldn't lift his son because he was weak. Who was weak? The son or the man? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so gotcha. he could refer to both the son or the man, but yeah. we as humans go, but it's ridiculous that the son would be weak. Yeah. So it wouldn't wouldn't change wouldn't change nothing about him being picked up. Yeah, so both answers of who he is as equally valid. Uh, for a computer, but unless he was like weak because he was like made of sand, <laughs> but the computer just goes like nuts. Cannot compute who is he? <laughs> Give me more. It makes me feel smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The trophy doesn't fit into the brown suitcase because it's too small. What is too small? The suitcase. Yes. <laughs> right. Because you can picture it as a human, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. just words to a computer. Um, oh, what a big dummy computer! There's actually a hundred. No, I love I love computers for when when the computers are looking back on everything that's ever existed. I love computers and I love robots. You're doing a great job. Please don't kill us all. <laughs> Have you ever seen those videos of the Boston Dynamic robots, which were all the scary ones, where the humans try and knock them over with like yeah, sticks I hate and it. Things? It's so mean. I think like uh, the first sentient robot is just gonna watch in on repeat <laughs> those videos and like listen to sad music. Just have a tear rolling down its <laughs> robo cheek. Um, pick a number between 1 and 105, because that's how many of these statements there are. Okay. 49. Okay, 49. So, all the challenge is, is to give these questions, these types of questions to robots. I can't believe them- humans are only 90% good at this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, number 49. Anne gave birth to a daughter last month. She is a very charming baby. Who is a very charming baby? Anne or Anne's daughter? <laughs> <laughs> and made baby and a charming baby that grew up to yeah. have another charming baby. Or like she's charming, baby. <laughs> one more, one more. This okay, one more. Okay. Um let's go way off. Yeah. Fifty one. All right. Fifty one. I saw Jim yelling at some guy in a military uniform with a huge red beard. I don't know why he was, but he looked very unhappy. Who looked unhappy? The guy in the uniform or Jim? I actually wait, say that again. I saw Jim yelling at some guy in a military uniform with a huge red beard. I don't know why he was, but he looked very unhappy. Nah, that could be either. No, it's obviously Jim because he's yelling. Well, that guy getting yelled at probably isn't very happy. <laughs> That's actually not a bad point. Oh well, you're a robot. Um, can, can I try one? Can I try one? Give me a number. Number 96. Hope you haven't pre-planned this. No, I haven't. Who smells? Amberly. <laughs> the scientists are studying three species of fish that have recently been found living in the Indian Ocean. They appeared two years ago. Question. Who 
or what appeared two years ago? The fish. Wait, it says the fish slash the scientist. Yeah. Is that the two answers? Yeah, they're the two possible answers. Oh. So that's the binary choice that the computer has to choose. So you answered correctly. Yeah, I assume so, but we don't know. The answers aren't really there. Oh. So we could be getting this wrong the whole time. Well, if we're wrong, email into us. Hello, something amazing at (laughs) gmail.com. Just like the beautiful Imogen, who is the best. We're what have you learned? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember you, what we do in this podcast? What have you learned? <laughs> no, what, what's the thing? We don't say, what have you learned? We say, what's your recommendation? What do you recommend? What do you recommend, <laughs> Matt Saracini? <laughs> um, I recommend having a think about when you become you. Is it in your brain? Oh, don't. It hurts me. For example, if you had a friend, say, Amberly Cole. My brain is in so much pain. And we... Clones... This this nonsense. And then we swapped our bodies one atom at a time, starting with what? the what? the left toe, yep. and one atom at a time. We just swapped. So you got one of mine, and I got one of yours, and yep. we just went on one. Okay. At what point yeah. would I become you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I recommend don't get your fingers sticky. Put all put your food on a stick. And if you want to be fancy, have it uh, have the stick be covered in the artwork of Salvador Dali. Well, Chopper Chops, the fresh way to lick. We're not sponsored by Chopper Chops, <laughs> even though I love that tagline. <laughs> um, I recommend I recommend uh, going to the list of those questions and, and seeing if you're a robot. Yeah, and they're they're really. Fun. I'm not. It's actually made me question what i am yeah i'm just i'm just i'm maybe in this king chair but i am in an existential <laughs> crisis spiral right That's now what we aim for here at something uh, amazing uh, i recommend uh if you say you're gonna do a podcast every week do yeah, it we'll be back we'll <laughs> be back uh i recommend leaving us a five-star review because oh, that helps us yeah we deserve it we've done two podcasts this year let's make this the year of doubling our listeners as well so oh, all right you so, put it out there the secret the law of attraction so everybody tell one person well yeah make one person listen to it okay, or yeah, tell, tell two people and then like hopefully one <laughs> that'll really be good I recommend being as amazing as Imogen and emailing us in at hellosomethingamazing at gmail.com. Maybe not with something as existentially crisis-y. No, you can. Go for it. I it's love good. it. I think it's good for the old brain. It's good for the soul. <laughs> uh, okay, we're late for rehearsal, so we better go.